You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, ever hear of this one? Run the damn ball more. Well, Frank Reich has an answer for that. A return to the Tuesday Power Lunch at the Palm with the All-American Iowa girl, Carol Maloney. We'll talk about her new wellness business, Brian Kelly, and insane mountains of money. All that plus Aunt Jemima is back. Sorta. Your 45-minute uncensored Zabe Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Thank you for downloading and welcome to the final month of 2021. Let's finish out the year strong, huh, kids? Let's break the tape with our chest, as the saying goes, and have ourselves a hell of a Merry Christmas this December. Before we get into it with Carol Maloney, our Power Lunch returning this week, this was a great two-minute video clip. What, two minutes is too long for you? You uh, you got somewhere to be? Attention span, can't sit tight for two minutes. Frank Reich was asked about, why didn't you run Jonathan Taylor more? Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Well, he gave a great answer, two minutes and 13 seconds worth. But Warren Sharp also points out that Tampa is a top five run D. Jonathan Taylor had gained two yards on four carries in the first quarter. Indy then turned to the pass and scored 21 in the second. So Frank Reich explained in greater detail, without being a condescending dick, just how game plans unfold 
and sometimes play out. Here's Frank Reich. Assuming everybody's okay with the first half, uh, I understand that, you know, when it was in the second quarter, when we're the run pass ratio is heavy pass and it works, it's okay. But when it doesn't work, it's not okay. So I, I understand that. So let me just talk about the second half. Um, you know, we come out, we go right down the field two times and feel good about what we're calling. There's, there's 15 first and second down calls um, in the third quarter. And eight of those, eight of those plays, eight of those 15 plays are directed to Jonathan um, three passes and the rest were RPO runs. And then just really close out by saying just, this is kind of a philosophical thing. And I realize not everybody will agree with this and not everybody will like it, but this is just kind of who we are and who we're going to continue to be. Because when you're a one back offense and you have to find creative ways to handle all the run blitzes because we have Jonathan Taylor and the offensive line, we have teams get very creative and run blitzes and in heavy boxes. So one of the ways to combat that is formationally to do things. Another way is RPOs. And then, um, so we're going to continue to not major in RPOs, but it's going to be a part of what we do. I'll just give you the numbers on those in the second half. Um, we had six RPOs in the second half that were called runs to Jonathan that ends up getting thrown. And on those plays, uh, we averaged seven yards of play. We averaged seven yards of play. So um, one thing that I, that I think is important to note that it's interesting about RPOs. They're throws, so you don't get so – if you but you're calling the run. And if you average seven yards of play on a run, you're going to be real happy with that. And I'm really happy with the productivity of our RPO game. It's been exceptional. And it was an exceptional in this game as well. Um, incomplete plus 15, plus 11, plus seven, incomplete plus seven. That's almost seven yards of play. Um, so happy with that. That was a great explanation and something very few coaches tend to do. But the beauty and also the bane of the NFL when it relates to fans is that we are allowed to believe we know as much as, if not more, than the guys who are coaching on the sidelines. Run the ball more. You got Jonathan Taylor. There's a guy with a run the ball hat in the stands in Indianapolis. It's such an easy, lazy take, and it really strips away all the other nuance. There's the nuance. One would have to think that the coaching staff and Frank Reich, who played in this league as a quarterback and has called plays and has seen Jonathan Taylor run wild this year, you would have to think that either intentionally wanted to lose the game or had money on Tampa to go, nope, we're not going to run them because I'm a meanie or I'm too stupid to understand what's going on. It You have to step back and go, wait, he's not an idiot. He knows what he's got in Jonathan Taylor. He's seen it all year. He's the guy that drew up the plays that Jonathan Taylor then ran for big yardage. But the beauty and the scourge of the NFL is that it lets us think as the dum-dums on the couch. We know better. In some cases, we do. Notably when it comes to using timeouts. That's about it. Basic strategy is the only thing that I will claim superior knowledge and understanding of when it comes to the NFL than an average NFL coach. You know why? Because I watch more games than the average NFL coach. I watch them unfold. I 
bet on them. I've got fantasy implications. I see the patterns like you do. You see them as well. And I see them week after week, year over year, three screens full every damn Sunday and Mondays and Thursdays and whatever days they put them on late in the year, Saturdays. That's about it, though. Otherwise, I just assumed they were trying to get Jonathan Taylor going, but the game flow dictated otherwise. There's Frank Reich. All right, time for the power lunch with our girl, Carol Maloney. You haven't used your anchor voice in a long time, but now we're back. Power lunch at the Palm. It's been too long. Tyson's Corner. Call for reservations today. Make it your go-to lunch spot for clients, friends, mom, dad, special occasions, or just to have a loser alone lunch that's delicious. <laughs> I feel kind of like a loser okay. this far away from you. We're, okay. we're the appropriate six feet. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. Anyway, so we were going to be joined today by Megan Imbert who is a former Washington football team, well, Washington Redskin cheerleader. Although I guess yeah, she was Yeah, she was there. a Redskin because it was a decade ago, right? Uh, was that it was a decade ago? It was a while ago. Unfortunately, she had to cancel today, but that's okay. We can still talk about the issue. They were at the stadium last night yeah. as the Wolf held off Seattle. She woke up this morning and she's like, I had late night last night. I can't deal with all this talk, talk, talk. Right. But giving up a free lunch at the Palm. I, you know, her loss. She must have a serious headache. She's not faking it. Well, she doesn't live in town either. So she flew into town just for this event. And she's got a lot of things going on. So, so be it. That said, what they want, what Megan and her fellow cheerleaders want, is they want to have the actual, you know, report about what went on made public. Yeah. And I don't think, Carol, they're ever going to do no, that. No, I don't think so either. Someone said because Congress was getting involved, it's definitely all coming out. And there's so many different ways to plug holes in a story and spin and you know cover <laughs> up and legal issues. I mean, it's well, all about money. Well, the NFL is so powerful. Yeah. And they, they protect their own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why the time. owners, everyone's like, oh, Dan Snyder, the owners are going to get rid of him. I said, no, they won't. They're protecting themselves by not going after him. Yeah. Because they don't want so, anyone to come after them. I don't know where it's going to go. I was going to ask her if she signed a non or not a non-compete, but a non-disclosure agreement. How do you feel, by the way, about non-disclosure agreements? <sighs> I mean, I've I'm, never I'm, had to sign one, but uh, would you? I, I might have somebody else sign one if I had something to protect and I paid them off. I would you sign I'm... an NDA for money? Shut up no. for money. In fact, I when I was laid off from the radio show, they wanted me to sign something. Oh, that's right. And, and you didn't. And I would have gotten three more weeks of pay from okay. it. So that's not life-changing. <laughs> you wanted to have the option to go, these assholes. <laughs> have you written the book yet? The These I Assholes actually, book? I actually have a few chapters done. Okay, yeah. very good. It just kind of pours out of me yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, I'm not just saying this. I swear to God, a lot of podcast listeners are like, what happened to Carol? Where's Carol? I want Carol back. And I'm like, Carol is busy. She's up I'm to so her neck. I'm sorry. She, yeah. Don't be sorry. You know, I don't pay I anything for this. Still, I still wanted to come. I, I always did. And then I know. It was just, even today, I have all these deadlines for later. All right. Well, I'm, just for those of you who don't know, Carol is opening a yoga studio. Yoga center. and wellness center. Yeah. Wellness center? Yeah, Yoga Hemp and Wellness Boutique. It's called Well and Wonder. Okay. It's right on Wisconsin Avenue and nice. part of the DMV, town right. to town. Washington, uh, I've been working on my elevator pitch because Wendy Rieger, I was at her wedding last weekend. She's like, you need to work on that. That's too, you know, 
Brevity is the soul of wit. How is yeah. Wendy doing? I know she's had health challenges. Uh, yeah, Wendy is fighting for her life. I mean, she made it public. She had a very aggressive form of brain cancer that um, she was told 14 months to live, and she's fighting, fighting, fighting. She looks amazing, and she's happy, and she's... Wendy know, Rieger, for those who don't know, long-time D.C. Yeah. area news anchor and jack-of-all-trades. Do you basically. know that when she was coming to meet us here... And I called her and said, hey, we're waiting. Oh, yeah, we tried to get Wendy on. That day, times. she said, I'm going to the doctor. I've been experiencing headaches. That was the day it all started. Oh, yeah. 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 So she got married finally. She was the queen of undefeated when it comes <laughs> to walking down the aisle. Yeah. Huh? She'd been married before. She was divorced in her late 30s. And then okay. she just she smartened up. <laughs> <laughs> she said, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Yeah, Don't need yeah, to try it again. Yeah. But her and Doc, uh, he was my photographer at... Um, at NBC4, we worked together oh, for nice. all those years, so we know each other really well. We, we was like, he gave me a best work spouse mug for Aww, Christmas, you know, that kind of thing. And so I'm very happy for them. Cool. They've known each other for 33 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we were talking about your wellness studio. Yeah. What's it called again? Getting in the business business, Zabe. And just like the sportscaster business, I have no business doing being where I am. It's called Well in Wonder Studio. Okay. And I, I, I joke about having no business... Oh. You know doing this it's just that you, when you have no experience i'm still getting discounted and demeaned and belittled by so many different taking advantage of by so many different people I'm really not, yes it is i thought my old industry was cutthroat right yeah this is even so this worse is, yeah this is bad this i have some stories to tell i will well and, as you like to say Start from the beginning, go slow, don't leave out AD test. You don't, <laughs> you don't want me to do that today because it would be hours give me a little bit of something Come on. Okay, well, um, our business model changed. Because remember how I was all into the hemp part yeah. of it? Yeah. I still am as far okay. as like what's federally legal, but we're not going to be gifting anything with like the I-71 compliant gifting program. Because there's these recreational dispensaries for marijuana in D.C. Right. Highest density of cannabis users in the country. Is it really? Highest density. Yet it's not legal. They only have two medical marijuana. It's not legal. It's just decriminalized. It no, it's legal. Oh, it's legal. Yeah. Well, then why aren't there more you dispensaries? You can actually grow six plants in any your D.C. residence. You have up to 10 pounds in your house as a harvest. So much okay. on lawyers just advising us and counseling okay. us to make sure we weren't going to break any laws. All right. So you're going to not be in the weed business. Well, it's saying. a hemp. hemp now I'm doing business. hemp is the number one trending. It's the hottest trend in the wellness industry because okay. of all. And I don't know if you've ever experienced anything, but like when you say hemp people or cannabis people think marijuana and that psychoactive high. We are talking about, and I'm actually I took I microdosed a little bit of the CBD kind of brings down the inflammation and calms the nervous system in a natural way, no side effects, nice. non-addictive. And there's lots of different therapeutic what benefits. What about Delta 8? We have a client, we have a client, oh, I hate that. We have a client on our station in Milwaukee that offers Delta 8 in addition to CBD gummies yeah. and other products. Yeah. I've never tried Delta 8. I have. It's sort of like, I have. It's, a, it's like near beer. It's almost marijuana. Right, I, I didn't like it. I think it should be illegal because it's compromised and manipulated. When really? I, yeah, because it's, when I take something natural, the whole list, you can feel a difference. And when I, I actually took too much because I was, I uh, had, you know, discounted some of its strength and thinking it wasn't. And I got the most wicked, horrible, like, 
buzz reaction to it. Now, it could have been what I took, so I wanted to say that maybe it's not well, all bad. Some people are saying it's like an over-the-counter way to basically get that THC high. That that's that's about. the thing. That's what I heard. I took I took an edible once in Vegas a couple years ago for Zabe Vegas. Hated it. Because all it did for me was made every one of my systems on the fritz. My vision was bad. I had a headache. I was cranky as shit. You get paranoid? Not paranoid. Did you, did you get hungry? No, but I was I was annoyed by the littlest of things. I was what? there with my buddies watching basketball, and every little thing I was like, okay, that's really angering me. Stop that. What kind of day so, do you want to have right now? Because we can do a little experiment if you want. I have okay. CBD. I have THC stuff. I have. I mean, am I allowed to operate a motor vehicle? With yeah. that in my system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you can drive with this. <laughs> but not have, the THC stuff, though. Yeah, that's the, like, some of the stuff is just naturally has point, under 0.03% of THC. That's called um, full spectrum. So you have all the terpenes and the entourage effect of what therapy benefits of the plant. You want, look, Carol has got the medical stuff with the hemp. She's got the legal stuff to make sure she's not a foul of the law. And she's got the business chops of, I'm setting up a wellness studio, construction, renovation, permitting, yeah, right? marketing. Marketing. Staff, managing staff. You, you never want to be the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician all at once. And right now I am, but the problem is because I am, it's taken us so long and, it, and I'm so poor that I, I want to, this is the hard part. I need to t convince people to work for me and see if I can get them to agree to deferred compensation or sweat equity. Like in a startup, your business model and plan always goes to hell, right? You just have to constantly pivot. You had a great plan for this thing, didn't you? Yeah. You wrote it. You were like, I got it all. It's my yeah. business plan. Yeah. I've done all the research. Yeah. And how did that plan survive, as they say in the military, first contact with the enemy? Not well, right? Not well. It our, just our started sneak, blowing up left and right. Our sneak peek night, we had a sneak peek night. Yeah. Uh, it was a few weeks, six weeks ago, and we had just texted some friends. It was the day we were celebrating our COO. We got our certificate of occupancy, okay. and uh, we were on to celebrate because it was a huge ordeal. I had to hire an expediter. I had to pay all these people off. It's just the way DCRA works. <laughs> it's amazing. So, um, it's grift is what it yeah, is. Yeah. This oh. book's going to be amazing. An expediter named Uzma. And I couldn't understand because he's Middle Eastern, but <laughs> he was the one standing in line knew, for me. He knew how to get... Permits done. Anyway, so Usman, I love you. By the way, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> I think you're the best. I'm probably gonna use you again. Everybody uses an expediter. Yep. This is a bank. This is like a a bank vice president gave me this information. Like all the real estate de deals have to be used. It's just a way to pay people off to get your stuff done. Otherwise, DCA will bury. Wow. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so we had this great plan. And we had a sneak peek night, and basically, uh, a business partner uh, kind of must have been on something or had a psychotic episode, and was basically oh uh, had a, had a that that business model had a violent end. And then we had the, the four weeks of who's going to take over the business. I know, right? <laughs> You're like, who's going to take over the business? And then I, we were trying to figure it out. And while I still, you know, have a lot of respect and support him. Uh, we just could not do business together. Sure. There's no trust anymore. And so that so I had to pivot has to that take line. Over. Okay, so that line has been cut loose. Yeah, there's still and some legal stuff going on, as far right. as like, but yeah. So 
So, as now I, I made, recall, now you I'm eighty five percent owner, and okay. then I have a few investors, and I have okay. another woman thinking about buying it. All right. So you were uh, you were supposed to open like in July. Yeah. Well, we had a leaky roof. So. <laughs> and, and what you pay for in a leak December. is a roof over your head. Um, that roof just they had mushrooms growing out of it. It just finished. It just got what? finished. Uh, and yeah. not the good kind of mushrooms. Well, here's another story. So. Our landlords, who I really do like, and I know it's a group of people, when you have a group of deciders, sometimes nothing really can get done, right? It took them a long time. They decided right. not to give us a new roof. They covered it with that material that they put on the bottom of ponds and pools and stuff. Yeah. So it's still a flat roof that still pools because there's some depression and there's some, I guess, some creases in right. some of the, the material up there and just moisture seeping through. So. Uh, they did the cheaper fix, and yeah. it was not the fix. And it All right, what is the new opening date? When can I come to a show down there? And I have a charity I... event on Sunday, and then I'm going to do some pop-up events okay. this month. And when can I bring some people down there uh, Next you? week? You want to do our show there next week? I would love to. I'm not in town next week. Okay. But at the soonest time I can, let me know. Yeah. We'll... When you're fully open. Well, I want you to make this thing a hit. And if you don't, let me tell you what all this is great for, Carol. This is all great for your next business. Well, everyone says it takes nine out of ten businesses before you really make it, right? Nine failures? Uh, yeah. Then you're nine like, I'm on, the, I'm on number one. Um, if this so doesn't work, I'm going to be in a van down by, down by the river. <laughs> your van, probably. You, <laughs> Tina, will be looking out the window and be like, morning. By the way, the van got sold. Oh, it did? Yeah, I'm getting a new van. Your dream. Hopefully. Well, we'll see about it, you know. Yeah, that's very exciting. <laughs> when, my, when my daughter Megan heard that I she got home from college, she's like, where's the van? And I was like, oh yeah, I sold it. I'm getting another van. She was just like rolling her eyes, being like, dad. Yeah. And I had yeah. to say, sweetheart, how's your life? Are you okay? Are you being fed and cared for? And is your education being provided for? And yes. Is that a yes? Don't worry about daddy's vans. <laughs> Celebrate daddy's vans. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my gosh. you know, she's like, well, that's just how you are. You always return things. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a returner and I'm, a, I'm an upgrader. I am a guy who aspires to do better. Like, I'm learning more. You like our setup today? Yeah, every podcast? time I'm with you, though, you do have There's a little equipment. different wrinkle because right. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. And I'm getting there. It's about iterations, Carol. I've read this. It's not about repetitions in business or life or anything. It's iterations, meaning how many times do you then revise and tweak what you're doing? Whether it's a personal regimen or a workout regimen or a business you're trying to build, iterations, iterations, iterations. Do you feel like though, as in anything you've done, you've ever just stopped progressing? Because I think it's just part of you, like your, your couch pillows. Do you want them changed a lot or do you buy pillows for your couch and leave them for two No, years? I leave them. In fact, okay. the sheets on our bed are, I noticed this last night as my wife and I were sort of straightening them up because they're a complete wreck. I'm sure I had flopped around like a fish at night uh, the night before. I was like, wow, this blanket, this comforter, we had this when we moved in 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't be against getting a new one, but it still works fine. Sheets are good. They're comfy. Well, the sheets are different. The sheets yeah. we replace more regularly, but the comforter and the blanket I've had forever. Oh, that's but awesome. it all depends on what you aspire to. So anyway, so, so you got this wellness studio yeah. almost up and running. Yeah. Is the hard part finally 
Almost. No, no, the hard part is trying almost. to figure out how to sustain customers and making them happy and making money and okay. paying the bills. I think the hard part is now beginning, which is okay. what is so funny about this is that, uh, you know, I wouldn't take back the six week, the six last six months. Um, but if you asked me a year ago if I was going to be in this situation, I never would have believed it. You know, yeah. I just, it has been such an uphill battle. Um, I have like, I went into this with pretty, you know, things always, everything is awesome. Not that I'm saying my life has been so great, but I always just somehow make things work out, right? You're just, yeah. just going to figure this out and be resilient. But with the pandemic and oh, yeah. just in the way the economy is and the uncertainty, now there's just so much fear that it right. seems like the worst time to do something like I'm I doing. think there is no good time. There's no bad time. It's only now time. But I if will you tell you, do I, need, I needed something like this. I need. I know other people do. This is like yoga, meditation, breath work, sound baths. There, this is the products in there. Everything is designed um, for people to come in and find ways to calm down, de-stress, anti-inflammatory. Sleep down. through the night is like the number one thing. If you're not sleeping through the night. And I just have so many natural products that I know work. They work for me. This is a stress reliever. I'm actually, like I said, nice. on it right now. It's a CBD gummy. Come on, give me some of that. Okay, Let's but go. I would just take <clears throat> half. Don't do a full one yet. That's fine, doctor. Give me two. No way. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Because you can trip on CBD if you take too much. No, a little trippy floaty. Just give me half. Okay, just take a half. Okay, so that's one, so you'd have. It has like an earthy kind of... Uh, Peppery, the pe earthy, peppery taste a little bit. It's a fruity, it's a fruit gummy. What's the flavor supposed to be? Well, there's like orange, raspberries, are different ones. What What's it this supposed like? to be? <laughs> well, I, don't, I can't read it. Raspberry, maybe? Was it orange? If it was orange, it's supposed to be orange. Uh, shoe and dirt is the, no. uh, <laughs> the flavor. No. <laughs> it's an earthy, peppery, that's what it, you know it's okay. good. This, no, is a, this is a company that's one of my favorites because it's triple tested. That's the problem. For anyone listening that was like wants to investigate, out of 250, this last study, uh, Leafly is like, it's kind of like the Vogue of the Green Rush, right? Yeah. Leafly is the magazine. Uh, Leafly did a study on 250 of the top CBD products, the companies, and only 20% delivered on the promise of what they said. Because it's not regulated, um, people can say it's CBD, but the, no one's making sure they're tested. So when you do go to buy a CBD product, and that's what we're going to be so good at is because we can advise people we're getting certified in all these products. Nice. Is that you would want to make sure, see it has the QR code on the back. It's, yep, yep, it's, yep, and you yep. want to make sure it's, it tells you the ingredients and it's it's tested by a, diff, a third party. Got it. Not yeah. their own company. Yeah. So anyway, that's, by the way, that's the tricky Speaking part. of iterations, I'm now learning, don't put my camera stands on the table because any little jostling will jostle. Oh, okay. So next time, next time I'm going to bring my floor stand in. Oh, yeah. Because I got ones on the floor. I have a way to fix this. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. I know. All right. Okay. okay. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. There is an insane amount of money flying around right now in two areas in sports. One is college football coaches. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly just left for LSU. And the other is in baseball with a lockout that apparently will have started by the time this podcast drops on December 1st. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy time. Baseball's always Mountains been- of money. Corey Seager, who I'm telling you most casual baseball fans couldn't pick out a Duke Ellington's band right. with his glove and his uniform on, right? Yeah. $325 million. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's... Anthony Rendon is still up on that list next to Seager. I think above him. I know. But it's 35. And he's yeah. uh, he's one of two shortstops that the Rangers went out and bought. They bought another shortstop from the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. His name escapes me now. For $175 million. Yeah. And I assume they're going to move one of them off a of shortstop. That'd be awkward if they show up on the first day. Yeah. Going, hey, what are, what are you doing here? <laughs> but, what are you uh, doing here? But it, like, to think that, hey, we're going to have a lockout because the economics of the game are not good, and then to be splurging like this? In this economy, in this uncertainty, like, I it's just... Crazy. It is crazy, but good for Max Scherzer. Well, and then so there's Scherzer. The $40 million dollars plus. It's like $43 million a year. I think his Scherzer's... Her pitch number is going to be $11,000 a pitch yeah. next year based on his normal output. Imagine that, 11000 per pitch. Yeah. So how does that make you feel as a sports fan, as a struggling business owner, yeah. as an entrepreneur? Are you bothered by the mountains of money I've, right now? I've changed my, yeah, my perspective on this is How'd you used to feel? Well, I used to be around the clubhouses and the organizations, and I, I used to be able to see the impact that the industry had on people in a good way, the entertaining way, talking to my the checkout girl at, at the grocery store about yeah. sports. I yeah. mean, it just was like such an entertainment, and I, you know, knowing what the actors make, 
I was thinking these are guys that are performers. Right. You know, these are and women. So it used uh, to and not. And they deserve every penny. Used they can to not get. bother you. Does it still not bother you? Uh, it bothers me now. Not that, uh, like I, I resent Max Scherzer. No. But I. I I I, I don't have a stomach for that kind of an overpayment right it's, now. It's harsh because, right now, isn't it? Because when yeah. you have so many people, the first few months of the pandemic, and I was one of them, 22 million people got laid off. Yeah. And we're, especially women, we're struggling to come back. So. Right. Uh, the whole media landscape got completely scrambled. Well, that was just one of many industries. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm not crying so, foul on that or poor on that. that. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing about money and athletes for me, Carol. I don't mind them making it. It drives me crazy when they waste it all. When it's all gone and when they've squandered it, that fucking drives me crazy. Yeah. And I, I should not care coming or going because it's their money. But to me, it's like, why'd you do that? And I understand why. they got a lot of family members coming at them. Hey, can you help me out? Hey, can you help me out? One guy that we know well, Clinton Portis. Yeah. Made a ton, lost it all. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be bothered by it. Probably going to be going to jail now for this. Uh, I know he asked scandal. me to write him a character letter. Did you also write one for him? I know you were. No. Him. Well, anyway. <laughs> and are you going to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think he has a great character as my my professional experience, you know, and I'm going to tell. See. That's weird writing a character letter for a yeah. guy who's going to be going to jail. Dear, well, dear Judge, Clinton's not a bad guy. He, he did a bad thing. He's trying to win. You know a what? Bad guy. You know what I've learned? Everyone's trying to, I would say so many people are really working the system. This well, that's so the thing. Many, I mean, you're trying to get over, you're trying to get ahead. That People don't always follow the rules. I spend so much money on trying to learn the rules. And that's what I was going to say about my sneak peek and when my business model changed. We broke every single one of them that first night. And I wasn't going to be a part of a business that I thought could could may or may not get me in trouble. You broke all the rules, yes, supposedly? Yes, yes. Stupid laws, like okay. you said, they don't... Like on how much product we can have in the store, right. what how we can gift it, blah blah blah. All these other little little things, but you know, my mom. I don't want to end with me getting arrested. <laughs> That's not the wellness. No. Then I don't have to write you a character letter, <laughs> dear court. Yeah, Carol anyway, is not a so terrible person. I don't person. know what went in with Clinton Portis's deal. But, no, I don't either. And this whole, you know, defrauding. Oh, who are we really defrauding? Well, I mean, that's insurance the thing. I'm company, sure. Whatever yeah. it was. Right, it's just an insurance company. I mean, th th there's fraud going on all over the place. Institutionalized fraud that the big entities are doing. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Where's mine? Yeah. But they do tend to squash the high-profile guys and gals. And especially yeah. the little, little ones that can't defend themselves. And it's tough when you have never had money to know what to do with it when you get it. And that's why I think it's more than 50% of NFL Rookies, they're within seventy percent. Like is it seventy? They're broke in two years. Yeah, yeah or back at basically zero. I mean, part of it is you don't know what to do with it. The other part is so many people are coming at you, family members, friends are like, "Hey, I was on your peewee team. You're not gonna. Have, I just need ten grand. I want to. Come this, on, I have this great out. business idea. Exactly, yeah. and then the women, yeah. and then yeah. the kids. Yeah, it so goes quickly. I was friends with Tim Dwight, like just friends. Tim Dwight, the former Falcon White. Kick returner yeah. Tim Dwight. You didn't know that? I remember that guy. I would tell you that. So we, you know, we knew each other from Iowa. We're in the same friends group. Oh, that's so right. We've been camping. We've been. We used to hang out all the time. And um, when he was drafted and uh, became a Falcon, Dan Reeves, I think, was his first coach. That's how long ago it was. He, um, you know, he got and he was from a nice family, middle class, but he had no money. 
and he would like we'd be going skiing or something and he'd buy everyone snow pants he bought me snow pants right? nice like and he would i just saw it <laughs> tim dwight bought you snow pants no but i'm just saying you just see it because they're trying to be generous and support their sure. friends they know we're all you know paycheck to paycheck and so here you're, cool. in the, yeah. you're in the same friend group and so you feel responsible for paying for everything i remember one time seeing a dinner bill that he picked up and thinking i feel bad like he was a rookie and he was a fourth round draft pick but yeah um so anyway Anyway, so, he's doing well. He's doing environmental stuff now. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the other money that's flying around is for these college football coaches. And, and Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame, shocker, goes to LSU, and he sent out a note last night via their team app, their like Microsoft Teams app, and it was like, hey guys, sorry about the late note. This is like 10.15 last night. He's like, but I, I couldn't get ahead of the story before the media got a hold of it. I wanted to tell you first and foremost, you know, the success of the program is due to you guys and your hard work and blah, blah, blah. I am leaving. I'll see you tomorrow morning where you've got a 7 a.m. meeting. <laughs> I'm like, that's just what a college kid wants is a 7 a.m. meeting yeah. to find out the coach that they came to play for is now leaving for $95 million. So do we have any metrics on who showed up for that meeting? Because I would I don't know. I would not have been there. As, <laughs> I would have been like... Snooze, forget that. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving. What do I need to hear? Yeah. You're leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks yeah. for don't all the, the drills. Don't get your coach. way out. Right. right now, the, the answer was somebody asked that on Twitter, and the answer was um, every player who wants to enter the transfer portal to go to LSU will. Oh, yeah, and that's the wild card that's... now, Carol. I mean, you played college sports. It changed the landscape completely. It's insane. It's so now a coach can leave, take a bunch of money. And then bring guys with them. Yeah. And they can play right away. Right. It doesn't seem to be right or fair no. for the system. Um, and it's made it recruiting a huge headache and challenge. You know, just because you don't get the four-year player. Like, I think of... You have to re-recruit. Your own players. Your own guys every year. While trying to steal other guys' yeah. recruits. What about uh, our Mike, Mike Jones, one of the podcasts? Yeah, that was a good here, one. Uh, a Damatha high school coach went to college. We didn't even know. Assistant like, coach at yeah. Virginia Tech, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he probably had that information when he was sitting. Oh, I remember God. we were like, how can you be in high school yeah. this whole time? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley at USC apparently has got $110 million over 10 years. Use of their private jet. Mm -hmm. USC is going to buy both of his homes in Norman for $500,000 over the asking price. That's a million dollar bonus yeah. on the top of it. Yeah. All these other perks, it's obscene. Yeah, it's leaving a lot of people in there. But it's, I guess it's what it takes. I guess the question is, will college ever be able to get their arms around it and say, we're not doing business this way? We're not, because if a coach gets fired like Orgeron at LSU, they still have to pay him. Yeah. So LSU's going to be paying at Orgeron and Brian Kelly. And you know Ogeron who had the uh, the national championship right and then and then won. three years ago yeah right well yeah Joe Burrow but, he had the quarterback but I'm saying then you overpay him forever it's like having a you know a, a, an Oscar for an actor and you have this you have this one but coaches I think it will catch up because I I feel like the housing market there's just gonna be a big crash and everyone's gonna like I don't I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely going to happen, but when they do have the blip, when everyone, everyone goes in the valley, it gets kind of recalibrated. Yeah. I just, from a coach's standpoint, I always wonder, what does a Lincoln Riley think? What does a Chip Kelly, or not Chip Kelly, what does a Brian Kelly think? Does he think, you know what, it's going good here in Oklahoma, it's going good in Notre Dame, but 
eventually I'm going to have a couple soft years, and then they're going to be coming after me. Yeah. It's better to get out ahead of the posse, right? It is. It definitely is. I mean, I, for if you if it was if you were in that situation, don't you think you'd do the exact same thing? Probably. Yeah. I mean. But Lincoln Riley told Van Pelt last night that his first conversation, he swears, was Sunday morning with USC. And I'm like, that's the biggest bunch of bullshit. So what you're wanting me to believe is that you left Oklahoma on a whim, on a complete rash impulse decision. Because they announced it by the end of the afternoon. Yeah, no way. I <laughs> no never way. would buy that. Right. And that's... so these coaches lie. Yeah. Lie all the time. Yeah. But they've got it. Because they've got to get the kids in. they got to get the recruits. See, here's what I don't understand as well. Lincoln Riley is in there in living rooms recruiting players. But so is every other coach. Why is Lincoln Riley magic? What's he going to do to get guys to go to USC that Clay Helton couldn't do or any of the coaches before him? Honestly, I think with coaching, it's so much more important in college like than in the NBA or in the NFL. I think the college coaches are worth the money that they're getting because... But what is he going to do, Carol? Every other coach name, is like, come here, play for USC. And it's his trust from parents. And I his track that, record maybe of putting yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, right. That could be part of it. Right. So that you know you can get sustained success. Plus he's just, young and he looks good. I look trim. at other schools that are paying him this money and I wonder how that, how, I mean I get the coaches getting the money and how they earn it and how much money they get for the program, but how can the schools continue to pay, it's boosters, to pay it and then it's you booster money. It's athletic department slush fund money, which is as deep as the deepest pool of money you've ever seen. All these deep-pocketed alums that are like, we, wow, LSU football, we cannot have another year like this. we got to get a bona fide win on here. Let's go get Brian Kelly. But Brian Kelly doesn't seem like he is deep south to no. me. Mm -mm. Somebody said he's got major cop energy. Who's on the hot seat for you right now? What do you mean? In college coaching, like, who do you think's going to... I haven't thought really, per se, about it. I think the ones that are going to be fired have been fired. There might be a couple more here in the final week, but yeah. yeah. I mean, these big programs are spinning their wheels trying to keep up with Saban at Alabama. What about Harbaugh's? I always keep thinking that Harbaugh was like at Michigan. Not now. Yeah. Not yeah. now. He had the biggest Saturday of his life. Yeah. I thought did you watch two, any of that two, game, two, by the way? I did not. But yeah. two years ago, I thought he was going to get fired. Maybe it was last year. I don't know. The whole year. It seems like two years, but it could have been a year. Um, no, he was definitely teetering. Was it last year? It might have been last year. It might have been two years ago. But, but yeah, it was, it was definitely first, not working next. out. And then he's still there. It was definitely not working out. Uh, Tiger Woods spoke today, Carol. He was uh, doing the PR for the Hero World Challenge, which is his event. And he said in a long golf digest interview on Tuesday night, or Monday night, he said he is not going to be playing full-time on the tour again, ever. Ever. I mean, I'm glad he just admitted it and put us out of our misery. He said a couple people of... people are breathless about He said that. a couple of events a year. That was the word, a couple. How many do you think he can play a year? Four, not the for majors. a long time. Really? I'm guessing years before he's back. If you ever? See, he's got a half a leg. I know. There's no way he's going to... I mean, he might... He'll want to come back, but I don't see him ever making it past the cut or... Did you see the video of him hitting one shot? That yeah, his swing the looks internet good. last week? Yeah, yeah, it looks good. But it's walking for 7,000 right. steps and up even if he and got down the, hills. Uh, the Casey... Um, Casey Martin, Martin exemption? Yeah. By the way, Casey Martin... Just finally lost his leg. 
Casey Martin was the college golfer at Oregon, but Clipple Trené syndrome. I think I remember that because I was always like fascinated by it. And his leg was very weak and atrophied and applied to be able to ride a cart as a pro. And it was a big fight with the bodies that govern golf and some of the biggest names like Jack Nicklaus opposed him on it, which made him look like a heartless bastard. But Nicklaus was defending the game, saying the game is a physical game and you have to walk. And it makes a difference between walking and riding. Mm-hmm. So, Which side of the issue did you fall on? I was on the traditional side. I was on the side of, I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, if we let you use a cart, then what about a guy with a bad back? What about a guy that's got asthma? What about a guy that's been overweight? Or a guy that's got yeah. a bad knee? Good point. I don't know. There's a line in the sand. I was on the Casey Martin side. For yeah, sure. no, you man. Because I had a bleeding heart back then, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a businesswoman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else should we talk about? Our lunch is almost here. Come to the come to the Palm in Tyson's Corner. Our Tuesday power lunch uh, provided by them. It's a wonderful place to be. I talked to Eric, the general manager. He said that uh, holiday reservations are absolutely strong, but there still are spots. But yeah. don't dawdle because they're going to go quickly. People want to gather. People need to gather. Been too long during it this has, pandemic. This, so. is, this feels like vacation out here. I'd yeah. like to talk about um, the crowd last night. Because I saw on social media that on Monday Night Football that uh, I saw some people really talking how bad the crowd was. Uh, sparse, but I when I was watching it because I I picked it up I think second quarter, I thought the lower level looked full for the first time that I'd seen. They, it, obviously, they years. were pretty loud yeah. for the Wolf last night. Yeah, and they gave them a lot of reasons to be loud and energetic. They've got a bunch of scrappy players. Heineke is something. Heineke is not going to let them shuffle him off this off season. You know that. He's playing in a way to go, oh, no, you're not done with me yet. Well, that's good for him. I mean, he should it be even backup, though. I mean, he's just Guess he's not what? a starter. I mean, he's scrappy, but he... He's not QB1, as you no. say. Guess no. what? I think he's making an argument saying, oh, yeah, watch this. Oh, yeah, watch this. No. I know. I don't see it yet. I don't either. I, but see, a, I see a scrappy, hardworking, pretty good fundamental quarterback. That he is, still throws off his back foot way too much. Okay. He, look at you. <laughs> That's my opinion. I love it, Carol. Um, I think he is making the decision harder and harder, which is going to be interesting this offseason because there aren't any easy answers at quarterback. Yeah. They're all a risk. So there's that. McKissick. McKissick, who got hurt in the game, got carted off. He's okay, though. That guy has been a tough out. Quick, fast, high stepping, had two touchdowns last night. Yeah. And McLaurin's great. I mean, they've got some elements there. The defense played pretty well except for a few breakdowns. But that said, Russell Wilson, something's wrong with him. His hand yeah. cannot be right. There were too many passes that were like, whoa, where'd that one go? Yeah. And he's 30. I think that was his birthday, wasn't it? He turned 33 on 33. that day. Yeah, he's 33. How'd that happen so quick? I just, you know, usually it has to be an injury because usually a guy like that who really is all fundamentals and talent and well, he had some speed to Russell Wilson, but now he has no accuracy. So I don't know what is going on with him. But you don't just lose that without a reason. Anyway, the upper deck was not nearly full. No, but the bottom was, and it was really well, loud. What, what do you want a cookie for that? Yeah, I was impressed. Really? I'm just saying, I don't. You got to take it where you can get it. And I remember watching and be like, "Wow." Do you know? Do you, how, see, do you know what I mean? How many prime time? I wouldn't say Monday Night Football because the Wolf yeah. and Redskins weren't always on Monday. A lot of Monday nights, right. but we had a lot of events where. 
I was there on a, a prime time Thanksgiving day and just always thought the crowd was pretty pathetic. And last yeah. night I was like, okay. it was pretty fired up. Well, it's going to take a long that. time to get the fans back, a lot more than just being four and six now. Three in a row and having Five the seventh seed as far as like if the playoffs started today, they'd make it. That's all BS. That stuff drives me crazy. I, that's where you're like, <laughs> you don't, maybe you don't like listening. pretending you're in the playoffs no. early. It's pretty so, the, To have a team that, like, the best thing for this team long term would be to just be really epic bad and just embrace all the mass stuff graphics. and yeah. just really tear it down. I have insiders who still tell me everybody there is just covering their ass all the time. That's still? all they're doing. Yes. It's well, not, then they're never going to be good. It's not, they're going to have brief, much, fleeting moments of yeah. being half decent. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I have a very credible source that tells me, you know, it's still a mess. But maybe, you know, some success and community, maybe a thing can turn it around. Carol, great to have you back. Thank Let's you. eat at the Palm Tuesday Power Lunch, brought to us by the Palm at Tyson's Corner. Come on down and make a reservation yourself for lunch, for dinner, with friends, with Family, bring your mom, bring your dad. You know how that goes. Do you feel the stress gummy kicking you? I feel good right now. You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> we'll end on this. Aunt Jemima is back. Headline, Doritos signs 12-year deal with exiled pitch woman Aunt Jemima. After... Wait, Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I wish this story was true. I know it's a uh, Babylon B story. Caught my eye, though. Tickled my funny bone. I thought about it. You know, there's no reason Aunt Jemima couldn't endorse nacho cheese Doritos. She can endorse anything. Any food item. She is the truest of endorser free agents. Frito-Lay CEO Bob Chippington said, quote, we are proud to announce that Aunt Jemima will be the smiling face of our products for the foreseeable future. At a time when mascots of color are discriminated against at alarming rates, our company has decided to be part of the solution. <laughs> this spoof story says she'll be on the packaging of nacho cheese and Cool Ranch Doritos. More brands rolling out later in the year, including Sun Chips, Cheetos, and Grandma's Cookies. Neo-Nazi groups have condemned the move, insisting that Doritos are, quote, for the white man. Woke progressive groups agreed, insisting Doritos are, quote, not authentically black enough. Most Americans just said they were overjoyed to see Aunt Jemima's beautiful smile on a food product once again. That is a wrap for today. Spread the word, rate and review. Thank you for all who subscribe. You get five days a week. Sorry the subscriber edition came on Tuesday this week. It means the rest of the week is free. It means you'll get Football Friday free with Charge, I hope, and Mr. X for sure. Plus, you're looking live. So you got that going for you, which is nice. You're welcome. December 1st is here. Get the lights up. Buy the tree. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. You know how to do it. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, mazel mazel, enjoy the rest of Hanukkah. If you don't do either, that's fine as well. Keep on listening and spread the word. Have yourselves a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time.
Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid.